and hello, and welcome to Unpopular Podcast. My name I is do Robert, this, I'll be, not you. I'll be taking over for Thomas Fitzpatrick, the biggest douche in the world, to introduce you today to Unpopular Podcast number 22. With me today are Chris Ferrari, Mike Conine, a dickbag, and me, your host, Corey Hahn. Gentlemen, what's on the itinerary today? Well, first and foremost, 15th birthday, Dreams Like a Dreamcast. Also, 15th birthday, Final Fantasy VIII. That is also true. It's. I don't think it was today, was it? Not today. But Same I day? I think it is. I, I, I remember getting that for my birthday. So that I, I, thought it was, I prefer yeah. Final Fantasy VIII to the Dreamcast. I don't know. I remember I actually got Dreamcast on launch day. came with a free t-shirt. Oh, what? Yeah. I got mine for Christmas. I'm... I wasn't as cool as you. Filthy casual. I know, right? I, got I went out with my bad. friends to get one on launch day, and we bought a used one, and the dad was pissed. I'm sorry, you bought a used Dreamcast on launch day? Yeah, it was like a floor model or something. Oh. On the first day? Yeah. Did you steal someone's Dreamcast? <laughs> Sounds that way. How, how was it a floor model on the first day? I don't know. It was it was an open box, but the stuff was still in there, so we just took it. Jesus Christ! So you just took it? Steal it? They took it, but they left money, like yeah. sixty dollars. Just whatever yeah. change was in his pocket. Yeah, paid lots for it. Lots of fun memories of that system. A lot of good games. I didn't realize there were a lot of games in that system. They what? Pirated a lot of games. Yeah, that's because they had no no protection, which I only learned a few years ago. Yeah. The only Simpler game with the Sega Dreamcast was Crazy Taxi. That's it. Nope, 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 nope. I was just reading a list of their top 50 Dreamcast games. It was a pretty good list until I got to number two. Which, which was? Crazy Taxi. What was number yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me guess. Shenmue. Number one was not Shenmue. What was number one? I'm trying to remember. Soul Reaver? No. That was a good I'm game. I'm trying to Drake's Deception. So Amazon purchases Twitch for damn near one billion. Are they still going through with that whole banning you if you have copyrighted music in the background? They don't ban you; they mute your feed. Does that mean they just no audio at all? Correct. Yes. I I don't Twitch. I do. This is going to be basically like silent movies, silent game footage. Have any of you watched Twitch feeds? I saw a little yes. paid plays Pokemon, and I think that's about it. Swatting is hilarious on Twitch. Oh, wait, no. Tom, we, we, oh we watched uh, Salty Bet. Salty Bet is entertaining. That's a little computer program that runs you watch it. If you're watching somebody actually Twitch, it is unbearable. I've never watched. I haven't. Okay, what it is, is they're playing a game. It could be... No, I know what it is. I just see no... I'm explaining to you the situation, maybe giving some background to the viewers or listeners at home. Let's give him dead air again. That's more interesting. What it is... Would you stop with the fucking noises? Okay. I am discussing something. As we do on the podcast. This is episode 22. We should understand this by now. Okay. So what it is... It'll be a game, any game. It's usually whatever's popular. League of Legends is probably the most viewed channel. And there'll be a little box of the person playing the game for whatever reason. I do not know why, but they just have a feed of them playing the game. And then it'll have a little box of a chat box and people just talking about nothing. So what happens typically will be many channels of just these 
females who set themselves up, like they put on makeup, do their hair, and they just play whatever game pretty poorly most of the time. I'm not saying they're bad at gaming. They just these particular ones don't play. Oh yeah. Gaming. Those are. <laughs> And that feeds of just sexual harassment level texts. And then they'll have often, often have little posses of people banning people in the chat room. And uh, they get donation money. It's bizarre. I don't know why people do this. Wait, they, how do you donate? Is it just like a PayPal type thing within the chat window? However, they set up their donations. You don't know how donations work on the internet? Well, I not within Twitch, no. You so join the channel, and it'll tell you information. Like, if you want to donate, go to this link and put money in my account. Do these girls get naked at all? It's like one of those video chat things where we... There it's, it's kind of the same thing. They don't get naked. Well, then why would you donate? Why? Because the internet's a very sad place. Yeah, that's true. So anyway, when you leave, the level of, like, sexual harassment just drops dramatically, right? Oh, Absolutely. I'm listening there, just causing a scene, saying the most rude things you'd ever read. Like, like what? I'm not going to discuss. It is not for my podcast. This is sanity. Okay. Anyway, that is not worth $1 billion. I hope this fad dies awful death. Speaking of which, it is suspected by the leader of the actual uh, eSports little league there, little things called ESL. He is uh, predicting that eSports is going to overtake hockey in view counts and fans. Surprise. It, it's... I, I don't know. I don't get it. Why, why do people want to watch people play video games? Why do people want to watch people play sports? It's a very similar thing. Well, yeah, I, I agree. Mean, I don't want to watch people watch play, uh, play sports either, but video games is even the next level. It's just a screen and it's this hearing... Oh, God. Can you actually hear that? Like, yeah. They play on, oh, that's horrible. Yeah. Click, 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 click. click. Like production level... And then, it has, and then it has their techniques on their clicking and their actions they can do in a minute, and it's just all this meta stuff. That Dude, their micro is on point. Dude, it, it's I don't understand. Like I'm bad mouthing esports, but I just don't get it. I'm it challenge everything. I guess it is. Aren't they adding PS4 integration with it with the share button? They already did. Oh. Right. That was that was a launch feature. Exciting times. Xbox One added it later. I, on the on the PlayStation, it kind of makes sense. You can ha- you can watch somebody playing a game, and you can like, I'm stuck on this part. Can you help me with this? Or you watch them say, Oh, I'm stuck on that part, and I know I did a walkthrough. Even you, you can discuss with each other on the game. That's fine. But I mean, if somebody's playing League of Legends and you're just there talking about the people playing yeah. League of Legends and like. I don't. I don't get it. It just doesn't make sense to me. I would rather be playing the game. Was I'm trying to get at. If you want to learn how to play the game, watch like a tutorial on YouTube. I don't know why you. Yeah, actually... Let's plays are much better because they're usually produced and edited to be better. And you can and you can seek to where you want. I want to see how he did this part, and then you. Go how it. many beautiful women do let's plays? I do not know. Not enough. Uh, speaking of Tom. As a fan of this podcast, I would like it if you do yourself up a little bit with a bit of makeup and your hair, maybe get that shirt off. I don't know. I think our viewer would really like that. Our viewer? Our uh, viewer. If he wants that, he can tweet me, and I will maybe, maybe comply. Oh, boy. Our viewership's going to double. <laughs>
streaming. Anybody else have any comments on this? I don't get it. Although salty bet, salty bet's fun. I'll tell you one person who does do this is Taylor. If I'm in the living room, he'll just put on Twitch and start watching like Rust, which, by the way, is the most awful game I've ever seen. Snaked men, snaked men beating each other with rocks. It's very bizarre. I was watching, I was watching this Twitch with Taylor, and there was these guys holed up in this like half-built house. And it was all 15 minutes of them saying, hey, man, all you want is our stuff back. And this other guy saying, no, I don't trust you. Like, no, man, we won't hurt you. Just give us our stuff back. And then I headshotted and respawned. I didn't get the point of the game. Those games make me want to play them because they're social experiments. Just play Second Life. Tom, you're so good looking. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Let me just uh, not scroll up and read the list. Too bad it's opposite day. This, uh, <laughs> this list is a bit outdated. I had it set for our last podcast, which is about a month or two ago. It was a while ago, before our packs and before I moved. Oh, I moved, by the way. It's a, mm, it's a new PSN, place. PSN hacks? So, like I said, this article is a bit old. But, yes, PlayStation was, uh, the PlayStation Network was hacked by a group called Lizard Group. They hacked it because they said Sony... We can hack it. We'll do it. You should you should know how to not get hacked. And it was down for a weekend. Wasn't that long? What's up? I said I, was it really that long? I thought it was like it was only like a day. Interesting. Right. Anybody and fans else? are demanding compensation for being offline for a day and a half. Is that true? Yeah, there's people on, like, message boards, like, complaining that they... Remember the last time that Sony got, like, big, that was, big time that was, Yeah, That, that was, was just, like, two months. Weeks. Yeah, that was a long time. That was that was at least, like, six weeks. Yeah, that was a bit of time. I would expect compensation, too, having to look at the mirror of my life and realize I've accomplished nothing in that day and a half. <laughs> I could be playing Call of Duty, but I'm not... Why not? It's a good because game. I, because I can't. Sony won't let me. They're being hacked. What's this non-profit I hear about bringing <clears throat> Sega game console chips back to life? Well, see, Hitachi developed the chip that was a processor for a lot of the systems, including the Sega Saturn. Yep. And they were stopped being produced. There was a thing about this, I think, a year ago. There was a news article. People were like, oh, no, that sucks. We like those things. Now a group is uh, coming back and they're going to release an updated version of the chip that still does the same functionality, but it even increases the functionality more. So you could, in sense, make another Saturn if you wanted to. Excite. Yeah, I, I guess I'm emulated by this point, but that's it's good. Saturn doesn't emulate well. We've been over this. It it does. <clears throat> Not perfectly. Nothing emulates perfectly. I didn't like the Sega Saturn. Ah, <sighs> still must die. You didn't like the Saturn because you didn't play the good Saturn games, most of which did not come out in this country. <clears throat> oh my god, my friend, I got him a birthday present of Batman Returns for Sega Saturn, and it was like the worst game ever. Amer An American licensed game was bad? Is that the one where you could shoot bats? Uh, yeah, I think that is. Like <laughs> actual bats? Not bad rings, but bats? I thought I played that for Genesis. Oh, there was a there was a version for uh, Saturn with slightly better graphics or something. I remember I found that game outside in an alleyway covered in paint, and it still worked. 
And I thought this must be a good game because I found it. It was serendipitous. Or fortuitous. This is, this is the Genesis version? The Genesis version, yes. You shot bats from your cape. You, you opened up your cape and bats Oh, blew up. I remember that one. That was not too the one of the he Genesis. just casually keeps bats on him. <laughs> was that the one that was... They used the real actors that was like kind of rotoscoped into the game, or was it the one that was uh, the side-scrolling beat-em-up? It was a side-scrolling uh, beat-em-up, I think. Yeah. There's one that's like an arcade-style side-scrolling beat-em-up, and there's one that's like 2D, and it just has like realistic-looking people and this weird animation, like three frames a second kind of thing. I can't yeah, remember which one that was. That one wasn't very good. I don't the beat-em-up one was great. Any Batman games before the Arkham games were very good. Yeah, they were. Most of them were pretty good. The Sega CD one, not the best. I like the Akin games. They're pretty fun. I wasn't a fan. I feel like the Batman. I like the amount of detail they put into the games. It's very true to comic, and it has a lot of good visuals and such, but I just didn't like the gameplay. So what's this thing I'm hearing about Microsoft, Tom? Well, Microsoft is in rumor right now, according to the Wall Street Journal, to be purchasing Mojang for $2 billion. Oh, God. What the heck is Mojang? Mojang is the company who makes Minecraft. Yeah. I think they're Swedish? Oh, okay. You know what? I'm an idiot. Really, really quick, I was thinking King Crush Saga. Oh, no. That's uh, King? Yeah. I think. Right. Somehow I don't think that'll go through. What's up? Somehow I don't think that will go through. Uh, Their purchase. I'm just curious if it does go through. Does that mean there'll be no more future releases of Minecraft on PlayStation consoles? Could this be the end of console neutrality for Minecraft? Or, not even that, on PC. Or more. I will ban you from this podcast if you keep reading my damn notations. I swear it's to Christ. so good, though. It is like Neil Gaiman had written them. <laughs> I read it for your enjoyment, not for discussion. <sighs> I usually add salt and casual conversation, just putting that out there. Minecraft, I don't get the appeal. Like, uh, I played it for a couple minutes, and I'm like, oh, okay, I built the house. Uh, okay, it's, uh, it's a non-game. It's a digital... Yeah. It's Legos. If you enjoy Legos, but don't actually own them, it might be fun for you. That's pretty much Boring what game. it is. Went to the library, and like, I'm like, oh, I already used a computer, and then all the kids are like sitting there playing Minecraft and shit. You know, hey, that we is went... not proper use of public facility. We went to Game Underground, and when they were like... Six people, six kids lined up playing Minecraft. It was a Minecraft birthday party. They had a Minecraft cake and everything. It's ridiculous. That at the warehouse so I work at, game. there is a section dedicated to Minecraft merchandise because it's so popular. I don't see the appeal. I don't think it's bad. I, I understand it's like virtual Legos and there are people that make these massive landscapes and these dwarfing structures and these people that make logic-based computers and contraptions. I can I can see the appeal, but I think it's just Everything looks so daunting that people are like, okay, I made a house, now I don't know what to do, I'm done. I mean, I if, if you look at it from far away, you just kind of have to fall to your knees and cry because you have no more worlds to conquer. You've, you've reached the apex of civilization at that point. You've reproduced King's Landing in Minecraft. Huzzah. I, I really made Hogwarts. <laughs> I don't know. It's not for me. I need a goal, otherwise I'd rather be, you know, learning guitar or something. Digital, eh, no fun. Right. I have opinions. And those oh. opinions on PAX would be... Ooh, uh, PAX nice was, uh... segue, Corey. 
Corey's been segwaying the whole way through. He's, I need to keep this moving. What are those opinions? I'm going to cross my my list. Pax was interesting. It was I was stuck in a booth watching the uh, the Lichdom Battle Mage trailer, which How is about that? 30 seconds long, and it was the same 30 second clip for four days. It looks cool. I'm, it looked like uh, what was that game? Heroes? No, not Heroes of Might Magic. Uh, Dark Messiah Might Magic. I don't uh, think I played that. That was like the actual RPG where you moved around and it wasn't a strategy game, right? It was a first-person game where you fought with swords and magic. Okay. It was like it was like before Chivalry, Chivalry, or before yeah. Skyrim. Skyrim would be more apt. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's Skyrim without swords. It's just or magic. any Elder Scrolls game, I suppose. Yeah. Well, it looked more like Skyrim because it had like the two-hand firing and stuff. I think I, um, Oblivion had it too. But yeah, it was like that. You can combine magic and then... It's out now. I could probably play it. I just haven't got around to it yet. But, Do you uh, play it as a lich? I don't know what you play as. I've only seen that trailer of them killing dudes and you avoiding attacks. It was... What do you play as a battle mage? I hope it's a battle mage. That would make sense. How was Smash Bros? Smash Bros. was interesting. I played both versions, the 3DS and the Wii U. The Wii U was four players just playing against each other. Uh, it was fun. I played new characters. Rosalia is really good. She plays all, like uh, Zelda. Yeah, so I think Rosalia. I'm, so. I'm probably going to be playing a lot of Rosalia. I, I heard play... it slowed down considerably from. No, <laughs> it's a lot faster. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's a lot faster. Um, if your attention span wasn't short enough. Zelda's a lot faster too. Just some characters are just flying now. Samus, uh, Zero Suit, she flies across the screen. She's of course she is. She's not wearing any clothes. She's a she's our independent character now. She's not just alternate Samus. She's our own oh, character. Right. Yeah. Is there actual Samus and Zero Suit Samus? Yes, there's two different characters. Two different movesets. Yep. Oh, interesting. It's it's the same idea as Zero Suit Samus from Brawl. Yeah. It's just its own character and enhanced. It, her smash attacks actually knock you off the stage now. That's she's cool. very fast. She's yeah, she's really good. I might play as her a bit too. No, I also played as um, the the villager. It's kind of like uh, Lucas. The villager? The villager from Animal Crossing. Oh, God. I played Wii Fit Trainer. Uh, I don't know how to describe <laughs> her, but she was... Uh... That's a that's a character? Like a main character? Yeah. Like part of the main roster? Yes. Oh, wow. I liked all the new characters that I played. I think I played all of them, too. I can't think of any who I didn't... Uh, it was an old build. It was the one from before, so it didn't have any of the new characters like uh, Lucinia or Robin or anybody. But it was uh, very fun. When and, you do uh, Robin, you can, you can pick between male and female, I heard. Is that right? Same thing with the Villager and Weefa Trainer. Oh, okay. I'm hearing that uh, Dark Pit and like Dark Linker characters look like alternate outfits or something like that. Oh, I don't know. I heard rumors that nothing was confirmed yet. The leaks about... Uh, what the hell is the guy's name from Xenoblade? Shulk? He, he was confirmed. Oh. That was a leak, so... The rest of the characters, they were probably leaks. I think the rest of them were Bowser Jr. I think uh, Dark Pit was one of them. Where's Ridley? You think Bowser really? Jr. is actually on a, uh, in a cart? He's in the little flying thing from... The he usually rides in it. The, the thing that's in Mario World that Bowser comes in on, the little face copter, he's in that thing. Oh, okay, okay. I was thinking like a cart for like Mario Kart. Well, you're wrong. Well, Fool. I'm aware of that. Uh, uh, I don't know. I th- I think Baby Bowser might be my main. Or Zero Suit Samus. I thought your brother would be all about it, but he said he doesn't like the idea. 
weird. Where's Waluigi? Mm-hmm. Probably unlockable. <laughs> Unannounced, maybe. I don't know. Uh, the 3DS version they had us play was pretty much you played a mode that's kind of like or Kirby's Air Ride. But what you do is you go through a, it's a 2D map and you kind of just kill random enemies and then you get power-ups. And then you, um, you, once you collect all the power-ups that you have five minutes to do so, you go into a, a computer match against three other people. And oh. your stats are still increased from what you collected. So it's and six you, on six? No, it's four. That's four. Well, um, how, yeah. how are them graphics on the 3DS? Both of them look very nice. Hmm. So I'd pro- I'm probably going to pick up both of them. Did uh, you hear anything about Zelda Dynasty Warriors? Hyrule Warriors? Yes, I happened to play it. It was Dynasty Warriors. Was it the, a beta or...? It was the preview, whatever it was. Okay. Did it look any better than that original alpha? It looked pretty shaky. I don't remember. I don't think I've ever actually watched the alpha footage. It, it played and looked fine. It played like a yeah. solid title. You, know, you and I watched the alpha footage and we were like, it's like a PS2 game. Oh, yeah, it looks fine. Okay. It looks like a Zelda-style kind of thing. Do you have to chase um, Lubu? I don't, I don't know who Lubu will be in this game. Do not pursue Gandalf. Uh, yeah, Gandalf. Jesus Christ. Gandalf. Gandalf. <laughs> Thank you. So, I like Gandalf. My favorite Zelda. <laughs> it's pretty much you You had a map you can play either as Link, Zelda, or uh, Midna. And okay. uh, you uh, pretty much had to defend the castle, then defeat the king, the Dongo. And that was pretty much it, which is cool. He starts in an area... And he kind of progresses away from it, and you kind of chase him and fight him at the same time, and he keeps trying to get to the castle. That was, that was neat. I don't think a Dynasty Warriors game has done that. Maybe they have. I don't know. I haven't oh, played a Dynasty Warriors game has changed slightly? This is earth-shattering. What? Hey, I played Dynasty Warriors Hyper, which was the one with like the Dragon Ball Z physics, and they flew in the air and stuff. I played the one with the Gundams. Oh, sorry. Dynasty Warriors Strike Force was the name of that one. Um, and the Gundam ones are fun, too. Last one I played was like... Three or four or something like that. I played a lot of three. That was the, that was my go-to. I played four or five, and I didn't like it. They changed it in ways that it just felt different. But I don't know. Those things are massive in Japan, right? Oh, incredibly. Like it doesn't matter the two come out of here, people still just eat them up. Absolutely. Oh, speaking of uh, crossovers, did you hear about the the Tekken Pokemon crossover? Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Now that's a game I will get behind. It's only fight. It's only fighting text, right? Like that would make sense. I'm sure they're all anthropomorphic kind of characters that are, you know. Because yeah, I, I saw, I saw a, a preview. It was Machamp versus some, I don't know, some blue looking thing. <laughs> it was bipedal. That's all I know. Lucario, man. I, I saw a trailer of Lucario versus uh, was it Machamp? Yeah, that's yeah. what I saw. Yeah. If I can't use Bolex, I'm going to be upset. Oh, Snorlax is like... I mean, are people sh- expecting Jigglypuff to be in this? I don't know what people are upset about. <laughs> Tekken moveset is each button is a limb. That is how Tekken is played. When you don't have limbs to fight with, I don't see why you'd be in the game. Jigglypuff has limbs. Jigglypuff it has, has little nubs. nubs. <laughs> Just nub at you. It can nub at you. That would fuck you up. It's like, it'd be like Gone from Tekken Three. Everybody hated Gone. So those are those are yeah. That's gonna be. Also, I'm gonna uh, get that shit day one. 
So they totally had a, a uh, Caco Demon at PAX. He was sold by Bethesda, and I totally want it, and it never sold up before I got there. Sad face. Oh, my God. I don't know, man. I, I, want, a, I want a Caco Demon. So, you know, Bethesda, if you're watching this, which I know you are, feel free to send me one. I will totally give you a shout-out in the next episode. If Bethesda's just watching this, they're going to give us a cease and desist letter like any game. <laughs> don't, don't ever mention us again. <laughs> all right. Um, that's pretty much all I really experienced at PAX. I'm trying to think but people really like League of Legends. People really like League of Legends. That's a thing. They had an entire room. <sighs> I don't know how to describe it in room terms, but pretty much a... Uh, Four walls and a ceiling? Yes, but it was massive. <laughs> think, if you... Okay, think about it. Maybe three of the large PAX East, like the bigger booths, that is three of those all together. And Why? It was a tournament, I guess. So there was uh, four and four. So there was uh, five. Uh, so there was two looking. I didn't actually watch it, even though I was working legitimately next to it. You but, sent uh, me a screenshot that was super poorly taken from your phone? I looked over, took a screenshot, sent it to you. That's, that was my experience of League of Legends. But it was a really loud and massive line, and it was packed the entire time. It was crazy. You imagine was the odor. <laughs> we had the same thought. Ripe. Probably ripe. <laughs> I didn't get a whiff of it, but I'm sure it was not pleasant. It's like anime Boston by, like, Saturday. <laughs> Tom, I need to know. Is you can you could bottle Anime Boston and just, and just, just it'll be just constant. You could bottle that and sell it. <laughs> to who? The people that want their basements to smell like Anime Boston once they get with a nerd. Post no, the people, impression. the people who need to like pour it and prepare themselves for the next Anime Boston. <laughs> right. Oh boy. Which just like a, so- remember the pandemonium in Central Square. Oh God! Smells like Anime there Boston. Is a- funk in there, and I really would like to go into the store more often, but anytime they have a gaming table out, and I feel terrible saying this, but it reeks. I've actually gone in there with my nose in my sleeve, trying as subtly as possible to peruse a book to not look like an asshole as I walked around, because it is so rank. I want to wear, like, a fancy frock coat and have frilled sleeves so I can carry a fucking scented scented (laughs) and walk around. It is so rank in that store. Just start knocking people down and spraying with the old spice spray. <laughs> I was like, people like times the size of me wearing like fedoras and like half shirts. Like they're so nice for the most part. I can overhear their conversations. They sound so pleasant, but they don't forget, really... the, don't forget the finger, the fingerless gloves. I just want to emphasize that my job is working at conventions. This is what I do. <laughs> this is what I experience every week. Do you smell good, Tom? I yes, I do. I smell wonderful. Tom generally smells pretty pretty agreeable. Yes. I, it's not negative. I have, <laughs> I have standards. I so like to enjoy of, uh, sniffing Tom. So speaking of you know, I don't have a segue, let's just move on. I don't know what TGS is. Can we just go to that one? Uh, Tokyo Game, Game Show, that is next week. That is the big Japanese conference. So there'll be a lot of Japanese games. Maybe announced for the Vita or PS4, hopefully, but probably I mean, not. What? Possibly. We'll say mobile games. There was a leak of the Square Enix announcement. They're doing a uh, a PS Vita port of the Mana game that was for phones. There, it was oh. called Rise of Mana. I'm not sure. It was a very heavy pay-to-play game, so who knows right. how it's going to work in the Vita? There's a bunch of other games too. Most of them ports. Yeah, they're uh, like crap. We got to port this, but we have to make it into a real game. It's not going to be pay-to-play. 
I forgot that oh, leak happened. I would have uh, researched it before this, but uh, I just catched a, caught a glimpse of it last week. Yeah. Speaking of Japan, okay. though, have you seen the screenshots of the Xbox One launch in Japan? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh I didn't see those. Like, like days later. Nobody in line. There's like maybe one person. It's like, we got Xbox Ones, and like, no one cares. What I game s- would they buy? <laughs> yeah, nothing appeals to the Japanese gamers. I saw a thread on Reddit that was like, don't post that. Post a real shot of people actually in line. And they posted the shot, and there were like six guys there. It's not that impressive. When did that release in Japan? Like, last week. This week, yeah. yeah like, last week. I can, yeah, I can imagine those sales numbers are going to be phenomenal. I have yeah. a list of games for Square Enix. If you want me to read them for you that are being announced for TGS? Oh, that's cute. Tom, you'd appreciate that. What's that? I just did a Google image search for Xbox One Japan release, and for some reason it comes up with a picture of David Bowie. Oh. Hey, He's the only one in love. David Bowie is much more popular in Japan than the Xbox. Yeah. Chris <laughs> Japan, man. <laughs> All right, so I'll, I'll go through this list for you. Uh, yeah, we have, we have 3594E. I have no idea what that is. Uh, Bravely Seconds, which is a sequel oh, to Bravely yeah. Default, of course. I'm excited for uh, that. Call of Duty Advanced Warfighter, because they published that in Japan. Do they really? I'm surprised. Yeah. Chaos yeah. Rings 3 for Vita, That's, which is really cool, because I never played the previous ones. I never had an iOS device that could play them. So they were pretty cool. good, actually. I heard they're pretty good. I just I had um standard, I have an standard. iPod Touch first generation. It does. I don't think it plays any of them. Standard bad controls with a with a you know a a touch based D pad. Is that the one where it's kind of an action game or is it an RPG? No, it's a turn based RPG. Oh really? I yep. should look into it. It's very good. Uh, Dead Man's Cross for the Vita. There's a lot of Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest Heroes, which is like their version of uh, what's it like? It's like a Tokaden is that the game killer for the Vita? That's kind of like Monster Hunter, but they're doing one for Dragon, um, a Dragon Warrior, which okay. would be sell like hotcakes in Japan, I am sure. Which one? You said Dragon Warrior and Dragon Quest. It's Dragon Quest. Yeah, it's okay. same fucking thing. America. Fuck yeah. Uh, Dragon Quest Four, Eight, are both coming out to iOS and Android. So is not Monsters Super Light? Uh, Dragon Quest X, coming out for the Wii U and the PC. I don't think those are out yet in Japan. So those well, are coming. Yeah, that's uh, speculation on a U.S. release on that. I doubt it. I wish, though. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV, I guess. Is, is that not Wait, out Dragon, Japan? Dragon, Dragon Quest X is online only, right? Yes, that was the one that came out for the Wii. Right, okay. Yeah, I think it also got a 3DS port in Japan already. Right. Now, Final Fantasy XIV came out in Japan before U.S., Okay, that's listed as a playable trailer. I don't I understand. Uh, it could be a, a new large story patch, or it could be like... No, it came out on PS4 already. I don't know. Probably a big story patch. <gasps> oh, it could be the new job class. Oh, they had... Uh, at PAX, they had the Final Fantasy Type-Zero HD trailer for Xbox One. Um... They have uh, Final Fantasy VII G-Bike coming in for iOS and Android, which is, if you play Final Fantasy VII, the part where you're on the bike and you smack stuff, also known as the worst minigame in the game. But you can uh, buy it for your phone. The snowboarding one wasn't that fun. What's up? The snowboarding one was kind of meh. The snowboarding was better than the G-Bike. G-Bike had the worst hit detection. They actually released that, I think, on... What was the portable PS1? PS1. Wasn't a, no, wasn't there a handheld PS1? PS1. No, there, there, there was there was some zero 
P-S-O-N-E? No, no, I know. There, there was something of a, some kind of release for the snowboarding game on Final Fantasy VII years ago, Japan only, when the game came out. We can't remember um, what it was, I, though. I don't think so. Yeah, it was. was Portable PlayStation is also known as a PSP. That came out a little later, maybe around 04. What's a PSP? It's a cool little device nobody ever played. We have a game called Gunslinger Stratos 2, which is an arcade game. That's interesting. Gunkslinger. <laughs> uh, the Evil Within, which is listed as Family Corner. <laughs> I'm not sure what that's going for. Uh, Cooking Mama, that's a new one. Rise of Mana. And Kingdom Hearts HD uh, 2.5 Remix, which I hear adds a lot more content. That was also playable at uh, PAX. Who's the producer for uh, Evil Within? I for what? For Evil Within. Evil Within? Uh, the, the guy who made Resident Evil. His name slips my mind. Was it? Okay, I couldn't remember. Is it, it's not Shinji Mikami, is it? Uh, I, no. Maybe. You could easily type it in and tell me. Uh, it looks I, pretty good. From the trailers and shit? Yeah, Evil Within? I'm looking yeah, forward is, to that one. It is, it is Shinji Mikami. It's published by Bethesda. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, but it is it is it's directed by Shinji Mikami. Awesome. Resident Evil is great. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Evil Within. That's got an October release, right? I think. It's yeah, soon. It's not. October it's not October, far away. Uh, October 14th, US. Radical. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's a massive GOG sale going on right now. If you want to talk about that, Chris, you know more than I do. Um, I actually just kind of stumbled upon it on Reddit. And then jumped on it today. Uh, they're doing up to eighty percent off on their games. Uh, specifically, so so today is their. Uh, I, I didn't see the first day, so I'm not sure. But today they're celebrating their second year, so they're doing uh, games up to eighty percent off that were released during their second year. If that makes any sense. I so um, like Sanitarium, Mist, Siberia, Gabriel, not ooh, Gabriel Knight, uh, The Gabriel Longest Knight's Journey. Sanitarium's good too. Tom, you told me I need to play Advent Rising. That's on there for two bucks. I I played Advent Rising. We talked uh, about this the other day. No, I know. <laughs> no, I, I said, no, I told you. You said that I needed to play it. Oh, okay. Then you should yeah. play that. Uh, the original Blood Rain. That was a fun game. Mist and Riven, which are definitely worth the two and three buck price tag for that. Vampire the Masquerade, which I'm heard, I'm told is broken but very very fun. That that's game fun is game. incredibly fun. Yeah, it's a good game. Um, so yeah, that sale's going on for another seven hours, and then I assume tomorrow will be year three, and they'll have games from their third year going up until year six. So that's going up on GOG right now. Seventy-five to eighty percent off games. Did uh, GOG Galaxy release yet? I don't know what that is. That's their Steam clients, pretty much. It's their client oh. they have for all your GOG games you downloaded or purchased. But they're all DRM free, so why would you need that? It's the same thing. It's just it's it's a like a front end, so you can oh, okay. see your games and download them like Steam. But it I has think, a, a user okay. accounts and stuff. We talked about this like a few months ago. I, I think I caught on to the first day sale by accident because I saw a bunch of very old strategy games that I was really interested in, like Empire Earth, Empire Earth Two, Three. Okay. Yeah, they got so that's that's what's going on today. I found out about that because of a site called Cheap Shark. I don't know if you guys use it, but it's pretty much a website that just lists all the game sales on all the digital distributors. 
How often does it update? Every day. Really? I'm going to have to check that out. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I go to Cheap Ass Gamer. Uh, yeah, I, I use them too. But this is a, it's a page that just lists everything instead of adding uh, it to the forums. There's a subreddit uh, called just Game Deals, and they have stuff all the time. The game Reddit. The game that terrible are, site. Shut up, you. Game Deals <laughs> or Game Offers? I think it's Game Deals. Okay. I can double check that. There's, there's one called Game Offers, but it hardly ever updates. Huh. Is it completely no. driven? Aren't you supposed to update it? Is that how Reddit works? Because game deals is real active. Oh, In fact, yeah, right, right now, their top is the Humble Indie Bundle, which will come later. I am going to have to put that on my front page. Oh, you should right. totally get that. Subscribe. So what's this information about Ray Rice being removed from Madden 15? Um, um, he got The video came out of him beating the shit out of his girlfriend, even though she threw the fir- threw the first punch. But that's not. Well, we don't know what happened. Let's we not defend the woman beating Chris. Fine, yeah. fine, fine. I apologize. You heard it here Hashtag first. Hashtag Gamergate. Video- All right, fine. Jesus Christ. There's a video of him beating the living hell out of his girlfriend in a elevator. The whatever football team he's from, they released the Ravens. Sure, why not? Adult sports. They released him from his contract. The NFL has indefinitely suspended him, from what I hear, and they're also retroactively removing him from Madden 15. Okay, so he's no longer a football player, so it makes sense to remove him. No, no, he's yeah, he's he's probably going to lose all his endorsements and all that happy horse shit that I don't care about at all. On another Madden note, Christian Kirksey has a glitch in his character where he is a foot... And that's pretty amazing. It's hilarious. He's running around the field like... <laughs> <laughs> that's a bug I hope they never fix, because it's funny. It's even funnier is that other... That, that um, the image macro with all the Madden 15. We were looking at the other night, Tom. What's up? The image macro we were looking at the other night for all the Madden 15 poses. Oh, right, right. That One of that thing. You internet memes. Yeah, that's fun. Something more entertaining. Since I'm not much of a sports gamer, I will uh, move on from this subject. There's a Humble Indie Bundle 12. I did not look at it yet. This is news to me. Does anybody know what's on it? Yes, uh, Papers, Please, a game I cannot recommend enough. Uh, there's also Prison Architect if you pay more than $10. Uh, it's still early access, so take that as your own risk. Hammer Watch, a game I've heard a lot about but haven't bought yet. I might now. Uh, SteamWorld Dig, Gunpoint, Gone Home, Loof Trousers, and more games coming soon. Gunpoint's a really good game. Is it? I Tr- this is, uh, sounds like a good bundle so far. Wait a minute. Taylor, uh, not Taylor, Corey, you said... The- you you said that Papers, Please is not a fun game. Oh, no, I can't recommend it enough. I didn't say it was a fun game right now. I said I can't recommend it enough. It, it was so crushing. And as a man who lives in the state of Ennui and the nation of melancholy, I think everyone should play it. I, I think people should play it to realize just the dreadfulness of life and then realize that our life could be a lot worse if we lived in a semi-Soviet-era totalitarian regime straight out of an Orwellian novel. Please okay. refer to our previous episode in which Corey talks more deeply about papers. There'll please. be a link right now posted. Tom, post it up. 
I'm not going to do that. Feel free to click it, everyone. Uh, this it'll this is mostly an audio podcast. I don't know what adding links is going to do. Well, Tom will do the impression of me talking about it. Go ahead, Tom. Yeah, I have to find out what episode that was. Maybe I wrote the footnotes. Maybe. I can I can write a link. Why not? But go out, get your Humble Indie Bundle 12, or wait until they get better. If you buy it now and they get better or more stuff on there, do you get the other stuff too? Yeah, your grandfather did. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. All right. Um, oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, you just check back on your uh, your receipt, and it kind of shows you all the games you got, and I'll add more runs, and you hit add to Steam. Wow, that's uh, that's, that's pretty good. Cool. Oh. Oh, oh. That's... Hey, Tom, you remember, you remember Rocket Knight? <laughs> yeah, I love Rocket Knight. What about it? It's on sale right now for like seven bucks. Oh, oh the, the new one. Yeah. Meh. 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 All right, never mind. I so what about oh, what, what about Persona Five, everyone? Persona Five. Persona Five has been officially announced, coming out for PlayStation Three and Four. Yay! High school drama. Yay! Yay! Is it, it going to have Yay. cards or guns? Because that, that well, they've already done those, so you got to move on to something else. What else could they possibly do? They slit their wrists. <laughs> you get special knives, and when you slit your wrist, a persona comes out instead of blood. We already have that. It's called Dead Man Wonderland. I don't know what that is. That's an anime, anime, isn't it? It is an anime oh. and a manga. Very good. They we fight them. We talk about my knowledge of anime. I, I've seen that series. Dude, I oh. should use the PS4 uh, app and disconnect Matt from his game. Are you that spiteful? He is. It's my birthday present. (laughs) Destiny is my birthday present. It is not in your destiny to play Destiny. Wait, so he bought you Destiny and is now playing it himself. Yes. He also refused to join us during this episode so he can play Destiny. That is the most horrible thing I've heard today. (laughs) Today. I'm pretty sure I watched a bunch of Twilight Zones and then a documentary about the Soviet crackdown on Estonia, and that is still more depressing. <laughs> we need more cord. God damn Estonia. Okay, so let's continue. Yep, let's. Uh, there were two games that I actually kind of wanted to play for the Xbox One, but I did not want to buy an Xbox One for these games. And it turns out, they came to Steam. Both games being Dead Rising, which came out last week, and Rise, which I think comes out next week. It's soon, if not. Uh, I bought Dead Rising, and I actually enjoy that game a lot. Oh. For the record, I do not like the first two games. So, two was an improvement over the first one. Why do you impose a time limit? I don't know. I didn't like that. The third one above the other two. Something about the other two, they felt. I don't. I don't want to use the word floaty, but they were. That's it good. didn't feel that doesn't weight- make any sense. It didn't feel weighted. When you did things, it just seemed like you're kind of just wandering and things didn't matter. And this one, things feel more hefty. Like when you actually kill a zombie, it actually feels like you're attacking it. Okay. I, 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 there's more weight to it. That's all I can really sum it <laughs> I up. I like there. the cutscenes you can get in the second one. Like whatever outfit you're wearing is in the cutscene. So you're wearing yeah. like a dinosaur helmet and a banana hammock, and you're talking to your daughter <laughs> like, "It's okay, honey. <laughs> I'm here for you." Jesus. Uh, That's sick. That's fucking sick. 
And also, this game takes place in a city, so you have an entire city to explore, so it has a lot more to do, and uh, it's not as confined as the other ones were, I feel. Is it a full-price game? What's up? Is it a full-price game? Oh, uh, yeah, it's 50 bucks. I got mine for 21 Gog? Uh, Gaff? Uh, yeah, Gaff. That's how I do it, bro. And I'll probably pick up Rise, too. I heard it's a very fun game, if not just a, a bunch of QTEs, but we'll see. QTE uh, battle. One round, yen. Pretty much. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that was exciting. Hashtags in the news again, Tom. No, let's not do hashtags yet. There was also no. another Xbox One game I wanted to get. Uh, it was Sunset Overdrive, which is not out yet, but I do not think that would ever come to PC. It seems to be an Xbox One exclusive. It's like it's like the only exclusive. Yeah, I don't know if you guys know about the current news with the gaming and such, but it's awful. Gamergate is part of this. Yes, it is um, a bunch of stuff that happened that has nothing to do with actual video games, and people are getting way too emotionally enveloped into it. Uh, Corey, do you have any opinions about this? Because you seem to be the more uh, humanitarian of us. I hadn't heard about it until you you told me about it, and I don't trust anything you say about it because. No, Tom is that I've heard Tom's description of it, and it's fairly accurate. That's fairly accurate. Yeah. Not not what I just said. Probably what I said to her. Uh, it's pretty much there was a bunch of things happening about indie developers, and a lot of information was leaked, and there was all a lot of sexism came out and harassment, and it all developed into these people saying that don't there's no the quality in games, and it, it was. A bunch of stuff that has nothing to actually do with video games, and it's pretty much taken over all the social media with things with doing with video games. So, well, then at this point, we have to boil this down to a philosophical conversation that that as games as art, do they have a duty to sort of paint a picture of society as a whole? And I would say not always. They're video games. They're interactive media. They're meant there specifically to be fun, to be played, don't necessarily need to have some sort of social justice warriors riding in on Donkey Kong's back. Social justice <laughs> warrior is a term that comes up very frequently during these conversations. Social justice warriors is one of my favorite terms because it's dismissive and accurate. I'm kind of confused where Donkey Kong came from. <laughs> I was thinking of a character you ride, and I guess I could have said Yoshi. I was going to think that's the only mouse. Yoshi does not approve of being ridden. Have you ever asked Yoshi? Donkey Kong is the only thing with shoulders strong enough to support the mass of those people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that would kill Argo, or whatever the horse's name was from Shadow of the Colossus. It was, uh... Which is objectify our entire viewer base. What's what's this wrong? Thank you for reminding me, Corey. That was the other thing I had put this week. All right, so I'm going to move on from Gamergate. If you want to research it yourself, we do not uh, we do not discuss or endorse gamer. Here on uh, on popular podcast, we actually hate all minorities, and uh, as you can see from our very diverse group of uh, three people, who are basically the same and one faggot. Uh, we have very little to say on the matter. I'm trying to diversify. I put up an ad. Tom, I'm sorry to offend you. <laughs> Does that so, make me? Connect sold separately, you say? I'm sorry, did you... Did Connect you sold me separately? And, and you were sorry about that? I'm confused. We're I so, so, we're so are you, sorry. Are you so. self-hating gay? I don't, I don't get it. No, I hate you for being gay. I okay. like me for being gay. That was fine. Okay. Connect sold separately, spelled incorrectly. <laughs> Continue. Oh, yes. Let me just fix that. Oh, look at that. Fixed. 
It has a spell check feature. It actually underlines it when you spell things wrong. $150 to buy the Kinect separately. How many games actually support it? Not many. You could use it for the interactive functions of the console itself. Xbox, show me YouTube video. Xbox, turn off. However, games actually use it. There's the... There's a Dance Central game that came out that uses it, which is just Dance Central again. Um, and there's a, one of those Kinect sports things going on. I don't think much else really uses it. Yeah. Most people are disabling to get that extra 10% GPU power. Is it that high? I thought it was like only 7 or something. What? I thought it was only like 5 or 6 or 7%. Is it really as high as 10? It, it might have been hyperbole. I'm just going on memory. Hmm. Cool. All right, so nobody cares about connects. No, I mean, people care so little that I'm pretty sure Mike just disconnected. <laughs> He'll come back. Dis- you'll disconnect it. <laughs> oh, that was the name of the episode where we talked about the connect being removed. So <laughs> that pun was made before. Yeah. It wasn't funny then either. It was not. <laughs> I, I go for the terrible puns. That's what I. I'm yeah, terrible. Shoot, I shoot for the stars. <laughs> hey man, this podcast is uh, super stellar. New 3DS. Holy shit. Oh, an extra um, thumbstick. Oh, oh my god. Are you patronizing the 3DS that's not even out yet? Yeah. All right, you're an yeah. asshole. <laughs> so what is, what's the other advantage besides a slightly All right. this larger new system? better battery life? Better battery life has the larger screens, of course. There's two models. There's, there's going to be an XL and there's going to be an original size. But they're both sm- slimmer, a little smaller case-wise, but wider screens. So you Are these 3DSs size? or condoms, Tom? <laughs> what? They both. Why not both? Both? It adds, it adds NFC, so you can use your little Amiibo things without actually having to buy the little base for them. Uh, what? They have Amiibo, the little figures that are coming out with, so you can plug into your oh, Wii U. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, what else are they doing? They have The smaller one has the changeable face plates, so you don't have to wait for the Japanese limited editions. You can just buy the face plate and snap it on. It's going to oh, be cool. faster for downloads and for downloadable games. There's going to be some exclusive games. There's going to be Xenoblade for one. Right. It adds the C-Stick. It adds the two extra L and R buttons. And that's... So it's four now? Oh, no. Yeah. If you bought the Circle Pad Pro, it pretty much adds the Circle Pad Pro built in. So it adds the two extra top buttons and an extra stick. Hmm. So it has a total of four triggers. Yes. Interesting. And it also changes... I'm talking the podcast, everyone. Does it Brought still... you by 3DS. Does uh, it still take uh, SD cards? It takes micro SD now. Right. So it saves you the use of having to put it in the converter. Right. And it also, the 3D is now more, it uses the camera to see where your what face is, so it changes the, the, the angling of the 3D. So you don't have to look at it straight on. Oh, that's kind of cool. For a guy who can't see a 3D, I'm sorry, but... Which I can't, I can't see 3D. Thanks, Tom. I'm just saying it's not important to so, you, but it is a feature. No, I, I wasn't mean, being sarcastic. That's actually cool because I know one of the biggest complaints is you had to stare at the thing straight on at a certain angle to maximize the 3D. Exactly. Because you can't see 3D at all. I can see 3D in real life. <laughs> oh, that's good. Not with, not with glasses. No, Are we just stick figures to you? <laughs> <laughs> I actually tried setting it up with my new gaming card and say, click here to configure 3D. It's like, do you see these patterns? I said, what pattern? It says, sorry, 3D doesn't work for you. Go see a doctor. <laughs> the doctor will give you the, the 3D shot. You'll be up and running in a week. <laughs> this is what happens when you vaccinate your children, people. 
Exactly. Oh, Those flu shots. Watch out. Okay, so game release news. Like this is also a bit outdated. It's from before we did our last podcast. So uh, the game Freedom Planet came out. That is pretty much what Shovel Knight did for NES. This game did for Sega. It looks a lot like Sonic. It plays like Sonic. It has a bit of things like uh, Rise Star and Rocket Knight into it. Just a bunch of stuff jumbled together. Callbacks, Vector Man. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. It's a callback game. Do you remember the Genesis? This game does too. Yay! It's a it's Enjoy. a very good game. I would recommend it. Uh, it's on Steam? The Genesis. It's on Steam. I think it's $15. Is it worth 15 Or better wait for a sale? I'd sale. Yeah. It also yeah. adds one thing that Genesis games definitely did not have, and it was a benefit. It added voice acting. It did not need voice hmm. acting. Yeah. I believe it's Is toggle. it a Kickstarter? I don't know. I don't think so, but maybe. Most most of those Just games nowadays are all kickstarts. So, yeah. okay. uh, Legends of Heroes: Trials of the Sky came out for Steam with a second one coming out as well, which is really? not out yet, but both will come out for the Steam. Uh, Ratchet and Clank Collection was released for the Vita. I will probably Woo! buy this because I've not played any of the Ratchet and Clank games, and I hear they're very good, so I might go back and play them. Tom, can I stop you for one sec? Yes. Did you play Legends of Heroes: Trials of the Sky? Have I played Trials in the Sky? Yeah. Yes, I have. How did you finish it? I did not finish it, no. Do you happen to know how long it is? Uh, I want to say 25 hours or so, maybe a little longer. Oh, okay. I think it has a lot of side quests and extra stuff to do. So maybe I think maybe around 40. Okay. Actually, you know, we're going to consult howlongtobeat.com. I've heard uh, no complaints about the length of this game. Okay. I'm, I'm really liking it. I want to try it. That's good. Uh, Rogue Legacy was released for PS3, PS4, and Vita. I'm not a big fan of that what? game, but people are people are enjoying it, so that has more options for people. The Vita gets another indie game. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> uh, Sacred 3. That's the game that came out. I want to play it. Anybody want to play it with me? Maybe. Corey, this seems like a thing we would do together. It's a bit pricey. I, don't, I know you don't like to pay a lot of money for games. Well, Tom, if you're offering to buy it for me, then of course I'm going to play it with you. Why, absolutely, Corey. I'd love to buy you a copy. Uh, Street Fighter Ultramix, or whatever it's called. Ooh. That is out. It adds characters. I have not played it yet. To no. Capray, which is just a cami reskin. Screw that. Okay. I don't know if it's worth $15 for me to upgrade my copy. I don't care particularly. Nobody plays Street Fighter 4 anymore. At least people I know, so it's kind of worthless. I mostly just play Skullgirls for my fighting game. That was um, an interesting game watching you guys play that. Yeah, that was that was a good time. The only thing that holds that game back is the roster. It's low count. Mm. More characters coming. So, well, a good game otherwise. Uh, Atlas released two new IPs. Uh, well, one's a new IP. Uh, the other one is not known yet, but there's going to be a new Atlas game, so that's cool. Uh, Mass Effect 4, I do not know anything about. Chris, you probably more know, more know than I do. I can't I see don't think I uh, posted that. What's Anything's up? Like, I don't think I posted that. You don't know about Mass Effect 4? I know it exists, and I know it doesn't have Shepard, therefore I'm really not that interested. Wait, it doesn't have Shepard? Nope. I, well, I thought the, the first three games are kind of the self-contained Shepard story. They Maybe are. Else. I mean, the whole bitch all you want about the ending having that one character with you just developing for, you know, 
probably a solid 150 hours amongst all those games, and then just a fourth game that all of a sudden just puts you in the shoes of somebody else. Kids ain't really interested in it. Move on, bro. You're living in the past. It has the Mako. You get to have the Mako. It does have the Mako. New Shepherds in. New Shepherds now. All right. Also, multiplayer? Probably. Mass Effect 3 had multiplayer, Corey. I did not play Mass Effect 3. I heard it wasn't very good. It was awesome. I hear it was good, but not 2. I didn't um, like 2. 2 was probably the best, but 3 came in at a very close second. 2 was really good. 2, the, two the, the ending of 2 is the best finale of a video game I've ever played. Especially I'm currently in the right. process of uh, playing through the Mass Effect series because I never really played through it, so... I gotta start over again. I lost my save file. Tom, so. just stop right now. You you don't really understand human emotion, so you won't really get uh, the ethos that normal people get. Maybe in the game. that may be why I've never actually stuck to the game. All I know is I play as Fem Shep, and anybody who does not is wrong. Oh, who uh, doesn't play as Fem Shep? Let's be honest. Yeah, if you're playing that game, if you're not playing as Renegade Fem Shep, you're playing the game. If you're playing that game and you're not banging as many aliens as possible in the first two, you're not playing the game right. Well, that that as well. But Jennifer Hale is such an amazing voice actress that you have to play as Femship. Like, it's not even a question. I'm playing as Nigel Thornberry Shepard. Uh, I don't know what you guys... That is also acceptable. That is good. (laughs) I don't get the Nigel Thornberry thing. It's it's terrible. It's Tim Curry, but there we go. It is, but... There's a lot more Tim Curry characters than Nigel Thornberry. Yeah. Well, it? Do you want to play as it, or do you want to play as the devil from Legend? Oh God! I liked Legend. It was it was on par with uh, Doctor Frankenfurter or the bad guy from that Nickelodeon Australian movie with windsurfing. Okay, I'm moving on. So uh, Density came out today. Destiny came out today. I heard Mike is a proud owner of the game, and he's been enjoying Mike, it. Mike, tell us all about it. Mike, stop with the, the modesty. Let us know about Destiny. Did Matt just, like, said he can hear me? Oh, my God. <laughs> Did he tell you to shut up? He's playing Destiny? Yeah. <laughs> Quiet, nerd. I'm getting my Halo on. I played the beta of Destiny. I enjoyed it. It was like Borderlands, only if Borderlands 2 didn't suck, which is good. I like Halo, and I like the first Borderlands. That's a good combination. I'm gonna I don't play know if I'll pick it up. I'm going to 360 montage it. I'm going to do some like 360 spins and post it on my Twitch feed. There's not enough NoobTube to do it, so it wouldn't get any views. The only thing I know about Destiny is that they were plugging the shit out of that game during the Simpsons marathon. Like... Every advertisement. Destiny. Yes. I, I own The Simpsons seasons 1 through 10 on DVD. I do not need to watch any marathons. I will not take part in the human rituals, for I am different. I am Tom. Why would I watch commercials when I can select any episode I want of the good seasons of Simpsons? Oh, I, I, I was... I just gave oh, up. No, 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 no Simpsons tangent. We'll go on for the next 40 minutes. Let's go on. All right. Uh, the Antirhythm comes out next week, next Tuesday. Uh, 23rd? Oh, that's a bit of time. 19th? What's your birthday, Mike? The 23rd. Oh, man, it might come on Mike's oh. birthday. Um, yeah, it looks it looks like a fun game. I enjoyed the first one immensely. Tom, I'm, you're going to buy... You're going to buy... Mr. Quest. Yeah, let's, let's, there you go. 
That's all uh, I need. Um, I, I heard it has tactics music, which is pretty good. So, oh no, it is. It comes out. Um, it comes out a week from today. It comes out the 16th. I thought so. Yeah, next week. I'm up. I'll, yeah, I'm up for that game. I'll, I'll pick it up. I enjoyed the first one enough. I heard the RPG mode actually is an RPG mode instead of random stats that don't do anything. I heard that as well. So that's pretty cool. They actually like, realized they added a feature that people want things to do with it. Yeah. It looks so. really cool. What? It's a fun little rhythm game. I'm yeah, it's not bad. I'll definitely be picking it up. I'm always afraid I want to like, slash my screen when I'm playing these damn things, though. Yeah, me too, but it seems the 3DS seems to hold up. I have the screen protector, but I don't know. Like, all that friction and stabbing, I think one of these times it's going to rip through the damn thing. Haven't you destroyed a 3DS? Yes, I did, but I I destroyed a 3DS. I did put a pen through it. Oh. I also destroyed a Wii. How did you break a Wii? Did you not use the wristband, you moron? <laughs> I was doing a modification on the inside of it, and when I would I would uh, test it before I closed it up, and it worked fine. And then I closed it up, and the disc tray would work. So then I opened it up and fixed it, and it was working fine. I closed it again, and it did the same thing, and I just kind of threw it against the wall. I got a little uh, frustrated with it. So. And that is Nintendo pulling their sponsorship from this show. <laughs> oh. sponsors? <laughs> we have viewers? Unpopular podcast brought to you by Five Night at Freddy's. <laughs> Five Night at Freddy's is some shit. That's oh that stuff. They got to hear my next Steam purchase, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's what is good. our no-surge? Our no Sergey, or if you want to say it like that, is going to be a game developed by the dudes who made our Tunnelico. Yeah, and it, it combines our Tunnelico, and it's a continuation of Siona Surge. It looks really cool. It looks super, super tropey anime. It, I, it, so I probably will not, not enjoy it. Well, yeah, but I, I was watching the, a lot of the... I was watching a couple clips they've released. Um, the, the world... And the areas, they look a lot like the Tales games, so they're pretty sparsely populated. I enjoy the Tales world map and the layout of those games, so that's um, a good thing. It's also got, you know, the whole the whole diving aspect, so you'll have the whole visual novel, you know, create bonds with your characters and stuff. You see, I want that shit out of my RPGs. You don't have, it's it's optional. Oh, that's great. Um, I, I think I may have talked about this before, but I bought Mine Zero, and the entire game is those damn games. Yeah, novel. I heard about that. And it's, it's, got, uh, um, it's got synthesis. I don't know if it's going to be as robust as like a Star Ocean synthesis. But, um, yeah, Star Ocean's quite a great one. Oh, it did. So did 3. 3 was just kind of a bad game. I think we talked about Star Ocean 3 yeah, before we don't on have this to, show. Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah. How's that ending, Chitney Tom? Oh, fucking Christ. That game. Uh, the other cool thing, and this is why I'm... One of the reasons I'm getting it, and one of the reasons Tom will shun me for getting it, is in the middle of the the games, you can cast an attack, and it'll just start playing like a little J-poppy song while they do the attack, so... Yeah. I mean, I'll definitely check it out. It's coming out for Vita as well as PS3? I think so. You Right now, if you, you can get the... Um, you can get the, the limited edition... Um, you can only get it from NIS American site. It's sixty-five dollars. Uh, you're you're right, Tom. It is also coming out for Vita. Awesome. Um, the limited edition is is sixty-five bucks, and it's got a hardcover art book, uh, tear-resistant poster, 
Now, is this, is this going to be... Case. Is this going to be for both systems or just the PS3 version? Um, I only saw the PS3 version having the limited, limited when I was on Nisa's... I actually, I ordered it this afternoon because... Is this on... Comes in a nice Queen? big box. Is this Rosen Queen or is it uh, the other site? I don't know what that means. Rosen Queen was Atlas's uh, web store. Oh no, no, it's on it's on Nisa. It's on any Atlas America. Site. Oh okay. A sneak on itchy game. Ah oh, man. No, it's not. It's just published by them. It's published by them, but it's actually done by um, Koei, uh, Tecmo Koei. Koei, really? It's not Gust. No. Uh, well. Maybe well. Codevelt. I could be wrong on that. I know Gus was uh, merged with somebody recently. Tear resistant poster sounds like a challenge. <laughs> resistant, not proof. So, Mike, what did you do? Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's developed by Gus, published by Tecmo Koei, and Nice is handling the limited edition and publishing in the U.S. <laughs> a lot of people getting their hands on this game. Oh lordy, the popos outside my house. No, it's, well, you're looking the point, so that's really not saying much. <laughs> All right. Uh, Shadow of Mordor was delayed for uh, last gen. It's still coming out next month for... Yeah, it PS3 November? and Xbox 360 is delayed until November 21st because it still needs more time in development to probably make it more like Assassin's Creed. It uh, looks exactly like Assassin's Creed. It's the exact same fucking game, but with... It's amazing. I was watching the trailer for this game. Chris like, Gandalf yes. is actually probably in the game. <laughs> I'll probably play it. It looks cool, but it's like, wow, this is Assassin's Creed. Like the, the parkouring, and then they got in a fight, which is the parlay thing. I, was like, I had a friend this? come over who said, did you see that Assassin's Creed Lord of the Rings game? And I said, what are you talking about? And I, I opened <laughs> up a trailer for it, and I thought, okay, this, I guess, kind of resembles it with the combat, but I've seen that combat everywhere. And then he started to parkour. I'm like, okay, well, people love parkour. A lot of idiots love it. Tom loves it. I, I guess that's a new thing in games. And then he started to assassinate people. And, <laughs> and then he had, like, eagle vision going on. And It's Wraith it View. Thank you. Wraith, Wraith View. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus. My God. It looks fun. It's just wow. Inspired by his loosely associating with Sester. Mind Zero is... Uh, what is my Loosely based on Persona 4. It's a, not a very good RPG for the Vita. Okay. Inspired oh, by... I can't think about that. That's, it's pretty much a rip-off, right? Pretty much. Okay. With nothing but visual novel-style navigation. It's not very good. Okay. Like Hot to Full Boyfriend? No, that is a visual novel, and that's amazing. Have you got Metacore, the pigeon dating game? No, and if one more person mentions that fucking game to me, I'm going to flip my shit. I want to say about that game when that guy did that playthrough on YouTube years ago. Yeah, we were, and I, I cry, and that is the best let's play I've ever seen on YouTube, and I highly recommend it to anybody. I would never play it on my own, but I'd watch that guy's video playing it. I feel like Taylor's mentioned it to me. I feel like Chris and Tom have both mentioned it to me, and I don't know why it exists. And it I'm seems telling to you funny. to watch the guy play it because he's the perfect voice for this. For pigeon throwing. Well, was that the one that we don't knock it until you watch it? Tom, was that the one that we watched? Probably. Hello, everybody. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah, that one. The guy's great. All right, uh, next Total War game announced. Corey, by all means, take the... I am suspiciously aroused. Hmm. Tell me Uh, more. I agree. This is legitimately not much else to tell. The next Total War game is going to be announced in London September 24th. 
Any idea where it's going to be? In London. They're going to announce it in London. Uh, You think the games will be based in London? Well, no, because I have no idea what they're going to do next. I mean, if we go by the previous model with Shogun 2 Total War, they're probably going to add some sort of new game that's kind of an expansion to the existing game, like they did with uh, Shogun. They had Fall of the Samurai that took place in the uh, Meiji era with guns and, like, Western intervention, and they had Rise of the Samurai, which took place before the Samurai cast even existed. Um, so I think they'll probably do that with uh, Rome 2 Total War. They'll probably have, I don't know, the Eastern Roman Empire and the Western Roman Empire. Something that's like an expansion, but they've released expansions already. That Any chance of it being in China? Why the fuck would they do that? Because China War is really cool. Okay, sure. Well, we'll just all pretend it's going to be in China. These Europeans know a damn thing about it. You know, these Europeans know about China. Yeah, they made Japan. And the best part of the game they made about Japan was the part where they uh, introduced the Westerners invading Japan. They knew that part well. That was a great game, (laughs) All the Samurai, because they knew the history to a point. These Europeans know exactly how it went. And if they do it, I I assume they're going to do the Opium Wars, where Britain came in and sold opium, and then shot anyone who didn't buy opium. You learned it here first, folks. Great Britain sucks. And... Actually, considering it's coming out September 24th, it's probably going to take place in the future when England has to invade Scotland again for seceding. <laughs> well played, Corey. Well played. Oh, Corey. Would you buy that game? I'd buy the shit out of the game. I would buy the shit out of any game they put out. That's. I know it's not going to be good. They don't make a good game the first time around. It takes months and maybe a year before they polish the turd they produce rushed and haphazard. But I'll buy it. They have me by the nuts. I want to play Total War. I want them to be better. They'll never be better. It's it's maybe why I hate the world and why I think nothing... Oh, yeah, that's the reason why you hate the world. It's one of them. I dream of so few things, Chris. And one of them is a better Total War game. You see glimpses of beauty, of, of true tactical genius, and then you see the AI running around with swords up their asses because they can't figure out how to program that correctly. And they Mike, say, did you almost just fall off your chair? He did. No, he's I thought getting... that got instantly because there's porn so to play or something. It's like, pause, pause, pause. That's what it looked like anyway. Oh, he doesn't pause. <laughs> he turns it up and uh, no, in the living room. Uh, oh, yeah, baby. Oh baby, oh baby, baby oh baby. Rocko? This is big head. Okay. Angie oh. Star Online 2, episode 3 release. That does nothing for us. It, it well, America. You can play it in the US. No, you can't. They banned IPs. What? Why do you use a VPN? That's not worth it. it. It is. I'm actually downloading the client right now, all 24 gigs of it. Yeah, that's not worth it. And then I'd rather just wait for the US release than doing through a VPN. That's. That is like next level right there. Filthy casual, Tom. Ah, I know. I was playing Dead Rising today and asking, what mode do you enjoy? Collectathon? You enjoy getting everything? Like, not really. Uh, competitive? You like to destroy everybody and be a top? Not really. Casual? Pick. <laughs> <laughs> is there a mode where my character can't love? Tom's fingers are just burning as he's selecting casual. I don't know, man. It said, enjoys playing the game and having a good time. Like, I enjoy that. Sure. Who doesn't, who doesn't pick that option if that's the description? Exactly. Like fun. Did you watch Nerd, Jackass, or just like playing video games? Like, I just rather play video Filthy games. Filthy casual. 
I'm going to be honest, nerd, jackass, like playing video games, you could have picked all three. Was it like, could you pick all three? Check each box? It's it's a selection. It's not a box. Select all that apply. I think it has something to do with the online mode I've not used yet. So, Okay, moving on. Do you guys want to talk more about the Dreamcast? I've God, no. Sure. Okay. Chris, what, what games do you fondly remember for the Dreamcast? Skies of Arcadia. Never beat that game. Very fun. I know you don't like it because of the Dreamcast-esque look, but it is a very fun game. It had that uh, visual I style. I don't know. It had a weird um, thing. Shenmue. I know. Very, Shen- very... Shenmue 1 and 2. I never played the first one. I played the shit out of the second one, and it was great. The first one was very good. I, um, I watched the retrospective of it. Time Stalkers, which I know you don't appreciate. I believe, believe me. I, I don't know why I love it so much. Everyone's got that game that everyone hates and was reviewed terribly, but they love. I know, the game got like aggregate scores of like 4 out of 10, but I, I just love the hell out of it, which is interesting because I don't like roguelikes, but I love that game. You did not play Landstalker, did you? I did play a little bit of Landstalker, actually. Oh, that, it oh, done, it's not a worthy successor. I, didn't, I know it has nothing... Well, it's got the characters, but nothing much else. Um, what else? Sonic Adventure 1. I like putting in shells on my BMU. That game was off. Uh, what else? You don't I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, though. Okay. Watching that trailer of Sonic running from that whale was the coolest thing I saw oh, God, yeah, when yeah. I was, like, 12 years old. Like, that is the fucking future, and that is awesome. And yeah. I still watch it. It still looks really cool. Too bad the game sucked. Sega Bass Fishing was fun. Yeah, that was fun. I had a little Actually, goofy I, controller for it. I picked up the fishing controller at MIT Flea Market like a year ago. I still haven't plugged it in and tried it, but I'm, I might have to do that. That's that a good, good. game. Well, that was good. Dynamite Cop, that was fun. <laughs> Dynamite Decca. Anyway, Dynamite Decca. Fan- oh, God. How can I forget Fancy Star Online? Love that game. Fancy Online was great. I completely forgot Rez came off the Dreamcast. Did it? That was the first console it came out on. And I owned the game. I completely forgot about it until I was reading through a list of Dreamcast games. Like, Rez? Oh, right. That's totally a thing that happened. And you know what I didn't play for Dreamcast, surprisingly? What's that? Jet Set Radio. Radio. Jet Set Radio. You fucked up, friend. (laughs) That is my game. I've never played Jet Set Radio on any console. I was playing it yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) If I want to play it, what console should I play it on? Should I play the original Dreamcast? or I play the PC version. PC version? Okay. That's the same stuff. It has HD and... Okay. If you try to emulate the Dreamcast version, it has this weird problem with the stick not registering your sprays, so it's hard to do the swirls. So, yeah, the PC version is fine. Okay. I assume you'd emulate it because who wants to hook up their fucking Dreamcast to an HDTV? My Dreamcast is hooked up to an HDTV because I have a custom VGA adapter that puts it in 480i and scales it properly. You don't use a frame, Meester? (laughs) What an asshole. Code Veronica was good, too. Code Veronica was awesome. Code Veronica was fun because I used to connect, use the, what was the Sega Network Browser, whatever the hell they called it, and you could download these custom hack saves, so you could, like, play through the whole game as Wesker. They had the the character model in there for, like, the minigame, but if you ever got... Yeah, the battle mode, battle arena. If you ever got hit by an enemy that wasn't in the minigame, the game would just completely lock up. Yeah, if you got hit by the bats, it would freeze. Yeah, that's what it was. That animation? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so I, I, I remember the Dreamcast very fondly. It was a good system. I gotta say though, I can't stand the controller. It's really weird. I, I the controller, like the controller was all right. It was uh, it was pretty much the next version of the Saturn 3D controller. It's almost the yeah. same thing. But it, were, it, was, 
They removed two buttons. It's weird. Yeah. Dreamcast was, uh, sorry, the Saturn was A, C, um, X through Z. Yeah. And this one just had A, B, uh, X, Y. But a, a great site that I'm just going to plug real quick for, for retro gaming and for, like, Dreamcast and... and actually Rocket anything. Boy? Yes! Rocket Boy. That's exactly what I was going to say. Good site. It's a great site. Lots to give you hidden gems, rare games, best games under 10 bucks, stuff to look for. Great site if you're looking into getting some really retro gaming. You don't really know uh, where to start. And you they have, they have a good segment. Phone. Like, if you like Jetson Radio, play these games too because they're kind of like that and you probably never heard yeah. of them. Those, those are good pages too. Cool thing about the, the uh, Jetson Radio for the Dreamcast was you could make your own sprays and then upload them and you can download other people's stuff uh, as well. Oh, really? Yeah, that was really cool. I don't know if that's in the PC version, but it was totally awesome on the uh, uh, Dreamcast version. Cool. Cool. Did you know there was a Fighting Vipers 2? No. I didn't either. In Japanese, Japan only, I'd imagine? I, I guess, because I'd never heard of it. There was, what, 246 games released in the U.S.? And a lot more <laughs> in Japan? Vipers. Fighting Vipers 2 was a game that totally came out. I had no idea it existed, and I totally want to play that. What was that other Saturn game the fighting game came out? Fighters Mega Mix. Fighters Me- I don't think Fighting Vipers came out in the U.S., did it? Fighting Vipers 1 came out in the U.S. on Saturn, yeah. Okay. I have the Japanese import. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. I, I don't know what came out in the U.S. version of Saturn other than <laughs> Clockwork Night and D. Ah, oh, uh, good game. Uh, fighting Vipers came out in the U.S. on Saturn, and it got a re-release on PS... <laughs> PSN and Xbox Live. Yeah, that came out when uh. Well, they did the, Dream, out. the Dreamcast, uh, the Dreamcast, whatever things. It came on this. Uh, there was a bunch of games that came out one time. I know Sonic the Fighters was one of them, and that game is yeah. terrible. It's funny, bad. But we I should like totally. Sonic uh, the it's awful. We should totally have a night where we play something like Funny Vipers too. I'll I'll do it. Hell, we should just have a night where we play Dreamcast games. I got multiple controllers. Oh, I got that busted, that weird green controller. Though. Remember that thing? You had to use it? Yeah. That, that was terrible. I'll get another one. I'll get Dreamcast in his room. Uh, what else came off the Dreamcast? There's a bunch of stuff. I played the shit out of that system that came out. Crazy yeah, Taxi, the only uh, game that matters. There was a record of, there was a record of Lodos War games. Yeah. That yeah, that was moderately rare in the U.S. Really? Hmm, I have a couple. Um... I never played that. I know uh, Berserk had a terrible game for the Dreamcast, but that's one of those games that I enjoyed playing, even though it was oh, terrible. Oh, Gatsu's Rage? Uh, sure. I have that, too. I don't think I played it, though. It's not good. Uh, Grandia 2, that was actually an RPG I could tolerate. It still had that Dreamcast feel of RPGs, but it's, it's pretty good. I, uh, I didn't play that one. Evolution was awful. I, I played, I played both of them. They were both terrible. They were charming, though. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember much about the second one, but the first one was charming. I won't start off on the Skies of Arcadia rant just because I will talk about that game for the next hour and a half. I will, I will f- play through that game at some time. I, I know I have to go back and just beat it because it's one of those games that everybody says is the greatest RPG ever. And I didn't um, it, so. I, I wouldn't call it greatest ever. It's definitely got some flaws, but it's a very good game. Ed Damaso loves that game. Really? Yeah, it's like his favorite. Oh, you know what else? The, what else? Dreamcast had it had a lot of shoot, uh, a lot of top down schmucks. Top Down? I know they had Zombie Revenge. No, no, Top Down Shooter. Oh, like, like Ikaruga and shit, yeah. Like Ikaruga, Under Defeat, Border Down, Zero Gunner. It had had Mars Matrix, Trigger Heart Excella. Yeah. yeah. It had a Castle of Shikikami. Yeah, it had the first one. Mm. No. I'm sorry, Mike. Are we boring you? 
I gotta be up at six thirty. I'm, I'm sleepy. Six thirty. Uh, well, I guess we should stop talking about. Uh, should stop talking about uh, Dreamcast. That Mike's getting tired over there. House of the Dead Two, greatest game ever. Let's move on. Space Channel Five. How's another one too? Remember, Chris, don't come, don't come. It had Marvel vs. Capcom too. Forgot about it that. It did. One and two. And Street Fighter Third Strike. Best 2D fighting game ever. Yeah. Had a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure game. Yeah, that game was fucking weird. It had a Love Hina game? No way. What? Probably. Had a Hell Kitty game? What? You serious? I think I had two. Yeah. So yeah, fond memories of the of the Dreamcast. Alright, moving on. Dreamcast is great. Corey. How you doing, buddy? Do you have Oreos? Is it Oreos? I guess he's eating Oreos. All right. I guess you want to go first. I guess I will. I will have Mike go first. What have you been playing, Mike? Other than Destiny. I haven't. I haven't even touched Destiny yet. (laughs) That's the joke, my friend. Oh shit, man! I don't. I've been just watching Netflix. I don't. I haven't really been playing anything. I totally logged into my PS little phone app and it said you were playing Battlefield. Don't lie to me. I was playing Battlefield. Uh, Matt ran to it out. Playing it for the hell of it. Played some PT, you know. PT? That was a that was an experience. Oh god. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was painful. <sighs> Not much else happening in the in the world of Mike. Yeah, I've just been watching Netflix a lot. What's on Netflix? I'm watching, I'm watching Arrow. Arrow, huh? Arrow. I watched the first season. season two. Uh, first season's 23 episodes. Second season's like 28. Does he still have his goatee beard? No. How can you have Green Arrow without the beard? He's got like this little, like, have it shaved in a week kind of oh, shadow. Green Arrow without a beard, man. It's a travesty. It's like having the Green Lantern be black or something. What? Never. Next you'll be saying there's a gay Green Lantern. What's up with that? Is there actually? I yes. don't think so. I thought Guy Gardner was gay. He is. That's the joke. Uh, there's also a black Green Lantern, if you didn't follow my little, oh my my little joke there. There needs to be a black gay Green Lantern. Hey, man. <laughs> Make him Jewish, too. That's crazy. <laughs> Just cover the whole spectrum of diversity. More like Purple Lantern. Hey Hey. Oh. I think I'm gonna give Fallout New Vegas a new good game. Try. You've never played it? I had it, but then like I don't know, my quest log got so backed up that I just kind of gave up. It's a good game. Do you have it on Steam? I have it on Steam. I just installed it on my uh my new lappy. Does your laptop have a... Does it have a dedicated video card? Yeah. What's it have? I don't know. AMD? Uh, AMD. Already bullshit. But it's better than the Intel HD, so you'd be fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, give that a play. Corey. What you been playing, buddy? What have I been playing? Yeah. It's a good question, actually, to check the list of whatever I've done. So I played <laughs> XCOM Enemy Unknown. I got it during a Steam sale not too long Just ago. Just refresh my memory. That is the tactical one? That yeah. is the tactical one, yes. Okay. Um, 
basically you lead a team of international superstars who I, I think are just randomly recruited, generated um, soldiers from different countries. Uh, you play the commander, who at first I thought had magical powers because it, it seemed as if the camera view was you standing and talking with your subordinates who gave you feedback and information on missions, but then you would start to fly around the base. So I assumed I was some sort of otherworldly creature. I never spoke. They understood what I meant, though. Uh, I also never seemed to do anything in the base, which is fly around and point. Uh, you designate research to develop new weapons based upon things you find in crashed alien sites. Uh, you have to put out resources in such a way that you can you know, protect China from an abduction attempt, but you have to ignore Argentina and South Africa. And as these places get ignored or <laughs> happen throughout the... Uh, game, uh, you start to lose, you start to gain panic in these places, and if they get too high in panic, they'll pull their funding from you, and you lose them. So your goal is to try to make sure you don't lose any alienations, you don't lose your team. Uh, it's kind of hard, because once you get down to the battles, they can get pretty vicious at one point. I've lost one soldier besides the tutorial mission throughout the entire game. I assume you're supposed to lose more. I'm very good. I don't let people die. I'll reload if I have to. That's Fire uh, Emblem. Valkyrie Chronicles. Valkyria. Yeah. As well. Very similar to that, except I have this really badass Japanese chick who's like my main assault. And she also apparently is a psychic now. I've just trained her to be a psychic. That kind of came out of nowhere. She had been in almost every mission I've had because the idea of Japanese assault soldier intrigued me. And... She just kicks ass. She kicks serious ass. I've kept her alive specifically because of the amount of ass she kicks, and her ridiculous ability to now use mind powers has been nothing but successful in my saving the world. Uh, my one complaint about the game is the fact that I have a roster of around 30 soldiers, some better trained than others, but I only have one transport ship to send them on one mission at a time. So when I'm given the option to send them to one place to save people and two places to ignore. Why don't I have two other ships and just, you know, they can go send some teams there as well. You more funding, bro. Let me ask you this, Corey. Do you have, when you're doing that research for, you know, units and powers and stuff, do you do that every bat, every battle like StarCraft? Do you do, do, you do something no, that's that all will carry, all will carry over? That is all outside of battle. And you do that carries over into each mission. And okay. one you thing that... You haven't played this, Chris? No, I haven't. I own it, and I installed it the other day, and I just haven't... I was it's a great game. It, I got I, something else. I don't remember. But I, I was meaning to play it the other day. The only thing that limits your research is your essentially funding, money, um, which you gain more of by putting up more satellites to monitor people, and that's the governments of those countries will give you more money, as well as selling shit you find at alien crash sites. Apparently that happens a lot. I do it a lot. But if you sell too much shit and it's important to your research, you're screwed. Or if you sell stuff and you need it to configure weapons or make weapons or do research, you're screwed as well. So you have to really manage your resources pretty well. Uh, and there's also a German scientist lady who, I mean, let's be honest, German scientists always trust them. They're good people. Um, constantly want you to risk your men's life to take aliens alive. And she has a point that it's really useful to research, but really easy to die in that game. Your soldiers can only take a few hits until you research better armor. And by the time you've researched better armor, there are giant claw monster things that can kill you and then turn your soldier into a zombie. Uh, do your soldiers level up? Yep. Um, 
So if you, so it's if you, like, uh, have you have you played the uh, Ghost Recon game on a uh, 3DS? No. No. So it's like if you lose a if you lose a soldier, you're potentially losing a, a, a powerhouse on your team. Yeah, I will not lose any of my really good soldiers. I lost a Canadian assault. I had, I think, I leveled her up twice. She was doing pretty well. And then I have this mission where you assault an alien base for the first time. This is like your big strike back against the aliens at a hidden base. And it was the first time they introduced this weird claw monster. And I thought, okay, that thing's pretty freaky. But I managed to, like, outmaneuver them for the most part, split my team into two, pin them down. It was going pretty well. And then one kind of just crept onto the left without me noticing. And I thought, okay, well, it's a melee creature. It does a bit of damage, but I, I think she'll survive this. And then a cutscene sort of thing happened, and it picked her up and, like, put claws through her breasts and slammed her against the ground, and she died. Uh, and then it was my turn again, and I thought, fuck, it's the first time I lost someone, but it's okay. And then... You can't uh, revive them in battle? You can, if they're not dead. Like, there's this wounded, like, down to the last sliver of life, just yeah. below the last sliver of life, and tits have been pierced. It depends on my critical hits, it depends on the amount of damage the enemy does, it depends on their armor. There's a bunch of different things you have to factor in here. And this particular beast does quite a bit of damage as well as poison damage. Uh, I managed to put it down on my next turn, but it like took all my moves. So I thought, okay, well that threat's done with. And then my soldier rose from the dead and mauled my sniper, who was wearing no armor, or very weak armor. She's a sniper, why the fuck would she wear armor? Right. Took my sniper down, she almost died, had to shoot my now undead former soldier with the German scientist lady popping up saying, ooh, I don't want to say Why that. Why have I not played this game? This sounds awesome. Oh, it's great. It's a it's good a, game. It's, it's really fun. Do I, what, a year or two ago? Yeah, I think so. The one complaint I've heard is that the it'll show, it'll show you the, like, the critical hit rate percentage, right? It'll show you the amount of damage done. Okay, because I, I heard one complaint that like, the enemy seems to get a really high amount of critical hits, even if the percentage of that is, like, really low? What what happens is you have moves that gives you the percentage to hit on the left-hand side when you select them and percentage to crit on the right-hand side. Okay. And you have some similar moves to the enemy, but I don't know how I can... What's the analogy on my team for piercing breast claw attack? I don't know what that crits at. I I don't know what psychic mind control crits at. Although I do think I'm going to get that ability soon with my psychic assault soldier. So I'll find out. I don't think those moves crit though. Uh, the sniper crits like crazy once you level them up. That's my favorite class. It's kind of um, what they have to do. Worst thing yeah. about the game for me is your uh, support class, which are basically your medics or the people throwing down smoke grenades to make it harder for you to get hit, or, you know, provide different little support abilities like suppression fire, that sort of thing. Their medic ability is shitty until they get the ability to use a med kit three times. Otherwise, you're stuck with one med kit you can use once on the battlefield, and you get to a point in the game where you need that med kit a lot. You get fucked up a lot. Things pop out at you a lot. A giant walker from uh, War of the Worlds pops out, fires (laughs) missiles at you, takes out half your crew, you need to stabilize them. Meantime, a floating disc comes down because you moved someone over. You know, try to run over to save them. You had them positioned far enough away, and they trigger off another, like, group of enemies to come at you. I've fucked myself over in that way several times. But you've learned from your mistakes. Um, no, the game 
<laughs> seems to be kind of random in its maps. So I've had maps that have fucked me over terribly because the enemies have all been grouped together pretty closely. So I set off one group. I try to, like, maneuver away from them, and I end up setting off another group. Uh, and then I've reloaded new maps, slightly different, and the groups of enemies are spread out enough that I don't fuck up very quickly. Uh, the hardest missions are the ones where you have to save civilians from enemy attacks because you have to move very quickly without being mauled to death. Hey, it's like that one fight at the beginning of Fire Emblem, Tom. Yep. Damn farmers. I thought Chris just, like, keeled over. <laughs> Did I? Uh, I was Corey, like, sorry. Have, you, have you played uh, Shadowrun? No. This you, should, you should try Shadowrun. There's an expansion for that coming out, I believe. Plus, I, I think someone, someone recreated the original Shadowrun in that game. Yeah, the SNES Shadowrun campaign is uh, now a mod. They have the expansion pack, which is fantastic, and the original game is also pretty good. It's not really short. I, I got that as well, and I haven't played it yet. Yeah, I think uh, Corey would like it a lot. I would. And you know what else I like a lot? What's it's that? not really anything cyberpunk. Uh, Evil Genius. I got it on GOG, I think, on the first day of their sale. It's a game I'd wanted to get on Steam, but had forgotten about every single sale. It's fairly old, and you play as a Bond villain. It's a base-building game. That's interesting. Yeah, it's fun game. It's, it has a quirky sense of humor to it. And I like base-building games quite a bit. I enjoy The Sims. I enjoy the feel of it. It's a little sluggish and weird. I keep having tourists come to my island, but I haven't built a hotel yet. So <laughs> I don't know what they're there to see, but I have to keep killing them. Because <laughs> inevitably, they want to love this game already. Inevitably, they walk near the door to my secret lair, which is locked to everyone but my henchmen, my minions, and myself. But as my henchmen come to load in new supplies and to, you know, bring in new equipment to expand my base, the door is left open and the tourists wander in. And then I have to shoot them because there are a lot of dead bodies in my base. Did you not get a shark tank yet? No, there are poison gas tanks and a bunch of other traps, but I don't have a need for traps, Tom. I... I have a single... I've designed my secret base with a single corridor. It's a death corridor. Nothing can get in there. My control center's all the way at the back. My secret layer... My secret layer, the inner sanctum where the, you know, villain sits on the chair that rotates and there's a conference table where they meet with their evil contacts from all around the world. I was broke for a while and I couldn't afford a door, so I seem to have an open door policy as a super villain. <laughs> Come by if they have any complaints. They can just talk to me. I'm a very open super villain. Hmm. Sounds like an interesting game. Uh, it's it's fun. I'm surprised the tourists don't notice the thousands of dead bodies, you know. Part of the attraction. Oh. I don't know why they keep coming to the island. You're, you're supposed to build a hotel to make a cover for, you know, why you're spending so much money on this island. And I understand that. I plan on making the hotel eventually when I steal enough money from the world. But... There's no hotel year there yet, and yet they're coming off ships and off my private helicopter that I am picking up my, like, henchmen from around the world. As they steal. They are bundles full of gold bars and, like, kidnap scientists and heads of people I have killed. And these tourists are on the helicopter with them with my big evil fucking logo on it, and they're just coming for a vacation on an <laughs> island with nothing but a giant secret cavern that there are body bags in front of. Sometimes my minions just drop the body bags because they have to go pick up some pots. <laughs> the AI is not that good. 
and, and they'll often wander back an hour or so later to pick the body bags up, put them in my freezer room. But of course, I'm out of freezer space because freezer racks are expensive. They just throw the freezer bags on the ground. There's just bodies everywhere. <laughs> now I've pissed off enough governments that they're sending agents after me. But they're very oh. bad agents. Is this something where you 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 play a small round of it, or is it you just you continually just grow your island? You log back into it, kind of like a SimCity kind of thing. You kind of um, you're supposed to beat the island by doing. There are various missions around the world that you send your missions to do. Uh, your minions to do. Uh, you also have one henchman. I think you get unlock others later, but they they help you out through the missions. You're you're supposed to do these missions to gain uh, notoriety, so you become more famous and can unlock other things. But you also need money, and the only way I've found to do that so far is to stick some minions somewhere random uh, and steal money. And there are a group of like factions, spies. There's like Patriot for America and Japan. There's Saber for Europe. There's Hammer for Russia. There's Anvil for China. And they're smashed for the countries that don't matter. And you piss them off to varying degrees as you steal from them or fuck them over on missions. So then you have to move your team somewhere else or they'll be killed by their agents. And then they send agents towards your island to go to your single-door death corridor. Sometimes they get in somehow because my minion leaves a door open carrying in a fridge. Um, <laughs> you need those cokes, man. Then my security guard presses the alarm button, tags them for, I tag them to die, I say, kill this man, and my minions <laughs> decide to attack him, very much like a James Bond movie, one-on-one. -on -one. They, they go at him one-on-one, -on -one, because they all run in a very straight line. They don't go to the gun cabinet. There, there's a clear gun cabinet in the center of my base. I built it there for a reason. And they don't get up guns. They try to fight the agent. And he shoots a few of them, and then he engages them in combat and kicks the shit out of them. Sometimes two or three agents come, and they all just take turns kicking the shit out of my one-at-a-time minions until finally they end up grouping on them, realize it's a better strategy, and I have to spend another, like, 20 minutes getting fucking uh, minions to come to this island. It is both frustrating and incredibly fun. And you torture people. You have a torture chair somewhere. Oh, there you go. Do you leave them to die slowly but leave the room and hope that the job is just done by the time you get back? <laughs> I, no, I, I kidnapped a maid at one point, and I, I brought my supervillain into the room to watch the maid get tortured, because I thought that seemed very dramatic. But it was over very quickly, and then somehow my my henchman had stolen her knowledge and turned into a valet, who are the only minions I have that can use fire extinguishers. Not sure why, but I thought, you know, for fire safety, I, I've placed a lot of fire extinguishers in my face. I'm a very... Conscience and health, you know, forward-thinking supervillain. I want my men not to die in a fire. They're very valuable to me. They're just the hostages. Only when they miss make your sandwich. That's when you kill them. My supervillain has not eaten. At one point, I forgot I put her somewhere inside the control room, and I apparently worked a bunch of people to the point of exhaustion where they passed out because they were so in love with her. They, she boosted their loyalty so much, they just passed out at their workstations. And valets are also the only minion that can pick these minions up and bring them to a bed. Tuck them in so they can sleep a little while. Uh, it's a fun game. game after hearing Corey talk about it. I don't know if it's still on sale, but it's on sale on Steam every so often for like 2 or $3. You should pick it up. That sounds pretty good. All right, Ferrari, what have you been playing? Uh, for whatever reason, still playing Watch Dogs. 
not 100% sure why. I'm kind of closing in on 100%. Well, not really closing in, but I'm getting there and doing all the extra stuff. It's got DLC coming at the end of the month, which has new story missions and new other things to look forward to. That's good. Um, I played Injustice. Fun game. I have. I played it mostly for the storyline because I kind of shotgunned the year one of the comic series. I was like, oh my god, I have to play the game now. Um, I'm reminded that I suck at fighting games. I use Solomon Grundy. Uh, I know. I I got the show Chris firsthand on how Sinestro is the best character (laughs) in the game. That fucking boulder smash. Oh my god. Mike was going That was going to throw a controller in your face. Solomon uh, Grundy. The, the only character I seem to be any good at is Zatanna. Get good at Batgirl. Eh. Batgirl's really good. But uh, yeah, I played a little bit of that. I also finally picked up the Shadow of the Colossus Eco High Def Collection. It's a, it's a fun game if anyone hasn't played Shadow of the Colossus. Shadow of the Colossus is a good game. That other game is just disk space. Eco? Yeah, I, I don't have an... I'm told that it's very good, but I got it mainly for Shadow of the Colossus because I never beat it when it came on a PS2. I got... I had, like, I had like two Colossi left. Shadow of the Colossus is maybe the closest the video game industry has ever come to a really, really good art. Like, uh, Yeah, I'd agree. Because, I mean, look, there's almost no story. It's just go out... Save this girl. This is a story. There's just so little dialogue that yeah, everything I'm, just. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're 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 correct on that. But just the way it it just kind of drops you in and says go. That's how games should be. I know. And the best part is for anyone that's only played a little bit of it, that first colossi that looks pretty huge. Comparatively, he's he's pretty tiny to what you see later on. Except for that one little warthog bastard. Awesome. It's a fun game. We'll keep playing. I don't think it's very long. Um, there's 18 Colossi with, I think, three bonus ones? Bonus Colossi? Yeah, there's uh, some that are not intricate to the story. I didn't know that. Yeah, man. There's also a series of lizards you can kill. Yeah, you chop off their tails to increase your stamina. Indeed. So, yeah, that's what I've been playing this week. I guess I will go now. I am still on my three-month-long run of Fire Emblem. I'm still playing the fuck out of that game. I played it before we started this podcast. It's a good game. I haven't progressed in the story very much. I went to PAX, and I've had nothing but uh, street pass battles, so I've been doing all those. <laughs> and my characters are way overpowered for where I am in that game. So <laughs> Donnell is a powerhouse. He is a... Uh, I think you max at 80 HP, right? Uh, it sounds about right. I've leveled about like three times since, and he's never getting HP higher than that. All the stats are on the 40s plus. Uh, he's a powerhouse, and it's awesome. And I have so many characters from. If you, I don't know if you played Street Pass mode, but if you beat I them, did. you yeah, get their character. So yeah. I have about 30 of these other people's main character <laughs> in my game. You can make them whatever you want because they're uh, they're strategists, and they become whatever you want right. them to be. So I can pretty much have any team I want imaginable. It's really awesome. I should probably beat the story, but if I figured if I beat the story in that game, I wouldn't play it anymore. So I'm kind of trying to not do that. There's a lot of side missions to to get all the children. And there's so much DLC stuff. It's crazy. The the DLC stuff, some of it is... 
okay, here's here's a map where it's really easy to gain XP. Here's a map where it's They're really called easy that, though. So it's, called like, it's called XP map. It's not just like a... I know. It doesn't trick you. It, you know what you're getting. Oh, I know. Yeah, so I, just, I don't need those. I have enough stuff in the game. I can do that. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of DLC maps, but I don't think there are a lot of them are story integral. They're just kind of, hey, here's a map with some little fire balloon characters. Go beat some shit up. Uh, do you know what the DLC classes are? I didn't know there were any. I've got some street passes, and it says character DLC not installed or something like that. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess I don't have this character. Uh, I didn't didn't know about that. Yeah, that's totally a thing. Hmm. Who's, uh, the, who's the girl, the, the the mage that always talks like she's got just like she's got some kind of mental disorder? Uh, she met, mm, Fuck. She's like my main character too. She's well, she's got the glasses and the. Yeah, the, the, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. She's so OP in that game if you level her right. It's you just destroy everyone with her. Muriel. Muriel, yes. Muriel, yeah. She is a powerhouse in my game. Yeah. She's uh, the mage knight. Uh, yeah, I'll throw... so her defense is a crazy high. Yeah. Her sword attack is awful, but um, her magic is really up there. I, I didn't. What are the branches? Is mage knight, and then it's just like a stronger magic class, right? Sage, I think. Not yeah. sage. Um, warlock. I did something like this. I'll just drop her in the middle of like six dudes, and they'll all just try and hit her, and she'll just nuke them all with a counterattack. Yep. I do that. I do sometimes. I just run single characters and I'm run. And I'll do Donnell or sometimes I'll do her, and it'll just tear house. It's great. Yeah. Great game. I'm very glad I played it again because I gave up the first time I played it. Are you uh, playing on hardcore? What's up? Are you playing on hardcore? Uh, I think I'm on normal this run. Are you playing classic mode at least? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, so if I lose a character, I restart and so. <laughs> Yeah, oh I, did, I did the same thing. I had the regrets. Because it just, if, if you don't do that, it just takes all the, 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 the tense moments out of the battle. Of, okay, am I going to survive this if I attempt this flank? Or am I going to survive this if I try and one-on-one this boss? I have come to the conclusion that every Pegasi Knight is worthless if there's oh. an archer on the map. Um, yeah. What, who's the, the Pegasi Knight that kind of, the, she's... She's clumsy. She's I think she like saves you at the de- desert palace. Samaria, something like that. Yeah, that she she's a beast in my game. But you're right though. Archers just waste. Pegasus. I have them so like if anybody who's not a an archer attacks them, it's like thirty percent chance they'll hit and three damage. An archer shows up, one hit kill. Yeah. Like, fuck this game. It's like it's I don't I can't weigh the risk of bringing them into the map. It's it's awful. I have had that happen far too yeah. many times. So I don't know if there's a build you can get where it does less arrow damage or something. Not really. It's just one of those class. It's just how it is. The the cons outweigh the pros for those. I I find. I if you do, if you wipe the archers, then they just become just flying around the map, wasting anything with a pulse. Yeah, maybe. I've been leveling up the Churche. I think her name is. She's one of them. Oh no, she's the she's the wyvern knight. Yeah, she's I a use... dragon. Yeah, that's a she's that's a good character. Plus, she's cute as hell. Oh my god, my waifu. Yeah, pretty much. <sighs> okay, so I'll be playing that game for eternity. I've also been playing. I already talked about Dead Rising Three. Yep, it's a fun game. I've only played the first hour of it, so I will let you know next week how I feel about it. Uh, I was going to play Dragon Age, 
because we sell a lot of merchandise in Dragon's Age. We're like an official retailer for them, and I've never played the game. I, I played a demo of Dragon Age 2 or 1, I think. I have both of them, and I was going to play it. I got it for my plane ride back from PAX, and then I went to go play it, and it's like, hey, activate this game with no internet connection. Oh, you told me about that, yeah. It's funny because I was playing the game the night before. I made my character and I did the first little like a uh, orcs raid your town and I played it up to that point. And I went to play it again the next day and activate the game or you can't play it. So I ended up just playing Sims 3 for about eight hours. <laughs> and um, Sims 3 is still a wonderful game and I'm uh, I don't know, I love The Sims. It's one of my favorite series for whatever reason. And uh, I have not decided if I want to buy Sims 4 yet. It seems very expensive for what it's offering. I read, a, I, I watched a review. I don't know if you know a lazy game review. He's a guy who does a lot of reviews on PC games. He's actually one of the most popular people on YouTube, and his review was pretty good. He said it's not worth the full price, but it's still a really good game. So I'm going to wait till the price drops. I will play Sims 3 happily in the meantime. The Sims 3 has a problem where all the characters are freakish looking. Just... Yeah, it's the the creation mode wasn't the best. They have like this waxy look, and they're always oddly chubby. Yeah, they have an oddly chubby face to them, and they, they look like they look like caricatures out of some sort of Sunday paper comic. They don't. Yeah, they look like kind of like Archie characters. They do look like Archie characters. They have a soullessness to them in their eyes as well. They just they're like living dolls. It's an uncanny uh, valley effect right there. Have you uh, have you seen the creation mode in Sims Four? No, but I've seen some of the characters from it, and they look a lot better. It's really in-depth. Pretty much what you have is you you have the mouse, and it's kind of like how Mario 64, how you can pull his face around, but that to extreme detail. So you can make, make the bridge of the nose, the, whatever you want. You just click and drag and pull and do whatever you want. It's great. Works for everything, like body, legs, body no, everything. Ooh. If you want to make the breast gigantic, go right ahead. Well, of course I do, Tom. Gamergate... Can yeah, I make him look like an ugly chud, like sloth from uh, Goonies? If you want to, go right ahead. Sweet, my house is just gonna be full of sloths, you know. Giant like, dongs. I'm gonna <laughs> have giant dongs everywhere. It's definitely uh, one of the best features that game. It looks like so. I'm kind of looking forward to that. Uh, moving on from The Sims, I've also play- I started replaying Resident Evil Revelations. I've been playing the HD version because I started it and I stopped. I had it on the 3DS, played it for a while, stopped, got the HD version, stopped, and then I finally hooked up my PC back in my living room. That's what game up system I was playing it on. And since I hooked it up and played it again. And uh, that game's pretty good. Oh, also, did you guys hear about Revelations 2? No. Revelations 2 is pretty much Code Veronica 2, because you're Claire again, and she's also kidnapped and sent to a remote island. <laughs> and it has a... Uh, Barry's daughter is your sidekick. What? Yeah. But it looks very good. Claire looks pretty awesome, too. Of course, you can't fuck Claire up because she's the best character in Resident Evil, am I right? Am I right? I'm a Rebecca Chambers fan. Fuck you. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, who is flying under a plane right now? Me. Jesus, man. Uh, but, yeah, that game's okay. Well, the parts where you're Jill are pretty fun. It's kind of like a reproduction of the mansion from the first game, but it has like kind of Resident Evil 5 controls. Which When's is like, that come out? What's up? When's that come out? Re- Revelations 2? Yeah. Next year. Oh, okay. I'm playing Revelations 1 right now, which is what I'm talking about. Uh, so the Jill segments are really fun. The Chris one's not as much. It's more of a 
action game. You have like the dedicated swing and knife button, like an idiot. I'm just walking around sniping everything against my range. You still punch a boulder? Uh, no boulder punching this time. But Why not? The HD version looks very nice. It has uh, awkward movements at times. So if, you, if you're running forward and you land to the left or right, you have this weird slide kind of thing going on. It doesn't look natural. But the rest of the game looks very nice in HD, so they did a good job with the port. And I will finish that game, and I'll let you know about it. Yay. And I also finished The Walking Dead Season 2. Nobody here has played it, so I cannot discuss the story, because you guys don't know what I'm talking about. So you guys should definitely play that. I'd love to have a discussion about it. Or Wolf Among Us, or any of those Telltale games, because I enjoy them. I, played I like the, the Jurassic Park one. Jurassic Park one was awesome. I played the Homestar Runner Telltale games. Nobody cares. I can't care. <laughs> I had a Nintendo Wii too. <laughs> Here comes little brother. He can make it on his own. <laughs> I want to be a quarterback. <laughs> uh, question of the week is: Is Ash? the best LOL champion? And the answer is obviously. Oh, Christ. I had an argument with a person who is in the development team of Riot about how Ash is the best character in the game. I enjoyed that conversation very much. I'm sure you did. Well, like, I don't know. I don't play 82 characters. I find them boring. Like, well, you're wrong, sir. And let me tell you why you're wrong. Going on this game about, I've played only a few hours of, and that I'm not very good at. But I like I'm not very good at. I've only I'm played one character. But this is the wrong. best character in the game, and you are wrong, sir. I don't Cheers. care if you made the game. Oh, solo mid jungle something. <laughs> Heart. I don't know. Do you hear about the latest from Team Solo Mid? Also, nobody cares. Taylor does. Yes, Taylor. He's all sad he's past his prime of 18 to 22. <laughs> that kid's flavor of the week. He gets so into depth things, and it's, it just tears him away. He's playing it right now. I know he is. I watched his little Steam thing pop up. I was like, ah, you, you can drop the room from here, from your room. And Corey and I are not playing with him, so who is he playing with? Randos? So- he, he does uh, that. He says he doesn't play by himself, and then I see him playing by himself a lot. He's level 21. I mean, he's obviously playing by himself, because me and you are not that high. Uh, I'm, like, level 15, and I don't really want to play the game anymore. I think I'm 9. Hey, Mike, let's not be a dick, okay? You can you can, you can can sign off. I don't need you here. I love you. <laughs> no, Mike, what you should have done is signed off right there. Okay. Don't let him have the power. I You're guess we'll wrap this up. It's been a, it's been almost two hours. So we're, wrapping this up. <laughs> we're wrapping this up, Matt. It's been like a month or two since we've done the last one. It's got to be a weekly thing to go faster. Yeah. Well, to be fair, really much. There really wasn't much legitimate gaming news the last month. Too much. I don't know what you just said, but I'm sure it was terrible. Okay. Thanks. Okay. I think I heard something. I'm not sure it wasn't, you actually... wasn't a whole ton of game release news. Oh, okay. I thought I heard something completely different and very offensive, so I'm glad that's what you said. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that happened in the last two weeks that were pretty big. I discussed most of them. Some of them I forgot. But yeah. there's a lot of news in the last two or three weeks. Well, last month was nothing. So, yeah. Back to weekly. Yay! And the world has cheered all together. I can almost hear it outside my window. But the future refused to change. Okay. Well, thank you, 
that was this week's episode of Impopular Podcast. Um, everybody's good. Everybody's happy. We're all we're we all help. I'm Mike, Mike is passing asleep. That's that's cool. Uh, Mike, hope you have a nice sleep and you have a nice morning. Six thirty, and you do whatever you do at six thirty in the morning. Uh, Chris, thank you for joining me and telling me about awesome things. You said some awesome things. All right, good. Good. It's every once in a while. Yeah, I'm gonna be outside Tom's window at 6 a.m. <laughs> I live on the second floor, punk. Help me bring a ladder in a, in a jukebox. Just play it. I will. Peter, Rory, you have the best uh, little monologues about games nobody heard of, and I appreciate it because you talk about the good games that we heard of. And it's good. You All the games. should play Evil Genius. Yeah, people should play Evil Genius. That is absolutely it is true. basically Dungeon Keeper as a Bond villain. Okay, and. uh... Thank you, Thomas, for hosting this podcast. Well, no problem. I enjoy it. My website is awesome. You should go to it. Very good, Thomas. Have a good one, guys. <laughs>